we get $250 per week on Bestman Benchwarmers podcast Patreon, we're going to make a sexy X-Wing male posters of all three of us. Hello, welcome back to Michigan's own Bestman Benchwarmers podcast. I'm your host, Alex Merrill, and here today, as is the usual, is Matt Corser. How is everybody doing? Happy 2023. And not Cody Wood. It's actually Mark Wahlberg instead. Hey. <laughs> Hopefully people listen to this episode that Mark is in. <laughs> yeah, last time you were on, Mark, I don't think anyone listened to the podcast. Well, I know I didn't, so not helping <laughs> the case there. Uh, yeah, no, Cody's in Boston, I think. He's in Boston till God, I think he texted me and told me till the 21st. So maybe he'll be home by the time you listen to this, but he's yeah, not here today. <laughs> uh, so we're back. It's 2023. But uh, we got a bunch of cool X-Wing stuff, I hope, for this year. They're supposed to do OP stuff, right? And those starter packs for the factions. That should help out a lot. Worlds in a couple months. <sighs> All those tickets. I'm so jealous that you got tickets there, Matt. Uh, yeah, I'm. I kind of was. Um. Yeah, it was. It was. I saw Mark post in our chat like, "There's three left," and I'm like, "Oh shit!" Like I thought I had more time, <laughs> like everybody else, and I just like ran to my room and I'm like in my phone and I'm like, "Can I please just pay with PayPal so I don't have to enter my credit card information in?" Nope, but I was able to sneak in get the last one. I was at B-dubs and totally forgot about it. Oh, yeah, that'll do it. Nope. I had an alarm in my phone and everything and then forgot to follow my own directions and luckily slid in with, like, four tickets left. I think they're going to, they what, expanded the wait list or something like that? So I have to, like, pay $50 to be on the wait list and then see what they do and then refund it, like, a couple days before like everything's finalized or something like that. Yeah, pretty big wait list. Um, the tickets are non-transferable, so if one of us doesn't end up going, we can't just like slide you our ticket on the sly. You you may be able to go to the con as Mark and like get me all the clout, so I don't have to do it myself. I don't know. I kind of look like Matt. We have a beard and glasses, and we're white. Got him. I mean, That's I have the whole life. like the bald head on top, and then like the beard on the bottom, like you know. 100% of the bald population. <laughs> yeah, and I, I I have like, I don't know, a solid foot and a half of hair, so that's probably not going to work. Yeah, I mean, you have it until sometime in March to cancel, like get, get a refund, but not, yeah, it's just, yeah, I, I don't even know. It's unfortunate. Yeah. It's we a have mess. a lot of new big events coming up. I know, Mark, you were saying earlier before we recorded that like nickel cities out there LVOs yeah, in a week be, should be a big um op or just organized tournament play year we're entering into uh alex you had mentioned that we're having actual op you know a road to worlds type of thing that's rolling out after worlds happens this year AMG had mentioned store championship kits, which I'm very excited about personally mm -hmm. uh, to kind of try and revitalize the local and local store environments, especially if they have a 
you know, quote unquote path to worlds in each store kit, I could easily see people traveling, you know, decent distances to attend events at other stores. Um, that was, that was kind of like the heyday of X-Wing back in the day. I would travel to, you know, Chicago. Uh, we still travel to Ohio ourselves for different events. And so that should be pretty fun after worlds as far as, uh, virtual tournaments occurring soon. It seems like we have a plethora on the plate. There's the Kyber team championship happening right now. That's all three of us are actually on a team. Yeah, R- about that. <laughs> RIP R- R- round one. <laughs> then their XVT, um, Tommy Adams tournament is coming up soon. And then we have the Nickel City Draft League season three starting up soon. There's the Gold Squadron sector series. So there's no one should be wanting for an online league formats in the near future. Yeah, I'm pretty excited. Uh, I kind of want to, I don't know what I want to do. That draft league seemed really interesting though. I'm not like, I didn't read everything about it, but it seemed pretty fun. I like free online tournaments. (laughs) (laughs) Like Kyber. Yeah, yeah, Kyber's nice. Which I don't mind paying, but um, I don't know. I'd rather pay to go somewhere and hang out with people than do it online. Which I mean, even if even if the prizes are subpar in an online tournament, it's usually pretty good practice for a list you're trying out or something. Yeah, I mean, I understand why I have paid money for online tournaments and stuff. I get it, but also yeah. like half the fun of X Wing is being there in person. It's a lot harder to stare down and intimidate your opponents over the internet than it is at the table. Yeah, Mark, online, you're not like 6'3 or whatever you are. You can't physically intimidate people. (sighs) Yeah, I just, I can't loom over the table and get my advantage just on online. Everyone's got the same advantage. So we got to unlevel that playing field a little bit. (laughs) You and Duncan in shambles. So let's talk about the uh, Kyber team tournament we're doing. Our first round was rough, <laughs> but you know it was fun. Um, in this tournament, Mark, you're technically our captain. You explain like the the process of selecting teams. Sure. Well, selecting teams, you just submit. It's a three person team, so you know you gather your squads. In this case, I got Matt and Alex. And then you, they're using long shanks, long shanks for this tournament one. And the pairing's pretty easy. Um, we each have three squads, one from each era. And each you could have scum insert into any era. You don't want to fly one of the factions. So, for example, you know you have the Separatists in the Republic, and then the Rebels in the Empire, and then the sequel trilogy area for the First Order and the Resistance. We have Alex representing our Republic. Yeah. Yeah. Matt representing our first order and I'm representing the empire. So we're just team bad guys. I guess. All good guys. Okay. Team all good guys. <laughs> and the pairing's pretty simple. We put down a squad, they put down a squad, and then we choose a list to pair against it, and then the last two lists are paired with each other. Um, it looks like this tournament's pretty big. There's 92 teams for a yeah. total of 276 players, probably one of the bigger team tournaments I've ever been a part of. Yeah, Kyber usually gets pretty decent uh, turnout 
but I mean, most of them end up being free, so they, like that helps. Yeah, they yeah, price really support too. Yeah, I, I thought the um, the whole prequel original sequel thing that was pretty cool. I yep. like that. And th- this is being put on. In case you don't know, Kyber is put on by Exiled Gaming. Great stream. Scott's a great guy. So great job. Become as a always. Patreon Scott. like Cody and I. I think Just a regular old Twitch sub over here. <laughs> Well, it's always quality content. Uh, so on our first matchup, we got paired up with a couple of tournament organizers. <laughs> I forgot the name of their team. They were Mod Squad Team B. Yeah, we did. We didn't even get matched up against Team A. We got Team B and still got. I mean, up. it's fitting, really, given our best but bench warmers everything i know i mean i was really hoping for like an easy first round where we could just <laughs> like crush crush some noob just just you know get like you know get the get loosened up like oh everybody forgets their triggers and it's like all oh, easy but not that did not happen no <laughs> how i feel about every tournament actually it's one a nice easy round one just you know get those dice get those dice warmed up get all those kinks out yeah, um, I was going to make more bad decisions than I do. <laughs> I, I'll take a little bit of the L for the pairings, but going in, Alex gave me the tough task of not wanting to play against any of their lists. No, I said specifically not Poe Falcon <laughs> or Paylob. So I took Paylob because you did mention you didn't want to go against Paylob. So, and uh, then you gave me Poe Falcon. <laughs> well, technically they gave you Poe Falcon. It's fine. They were most scared of Matt. That that's fair. We yeah. probably go into our teams, right? Our list. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah, our list. So mine is basically my Rust Cup list because I haven't played since, and I couldn't think of anything else. <laughs> and I love my arcs, but I haven't. I don't know. I thought this was janky enough that it'd be interesting. No one would see it coming in the team format. It's very unassuming. So I have Obi-Wan and the Delta 7, the CLT Obi, with synchronized counsel and marksmanship and R2-D2. The only person literally in the world running Obi-Wan with marksmanship. Pops off crates. But that sync counsel is the, the crazy part because it's just a giant Rube Goldberg machine. I have um, Oddball in the Y-Wing. With synchronized console, um, proton torpedoes, uh, Tierfon belly run, and R4P, because they bumped up the cost of R4 to ruin my life. That's very useful in Oddball, because you can just hit people, do the red focus. Uh, they're most likely in your bullseye, so you get a target lock on them, anyways. And it's very useful, because then you can just shoot at range zero and then pass the target off. Target lock off with synchronized console for other crazy shenanigans. I do that all the time. Or if someone blocks me and I bullseye behind him, it's really funny. You shoot a proton torpedo at him. Then I have Contrail with Sync Console. Uh, R3 for more locks, uh, dedicated thermal detonators. And then Warthog <laughs> in the Z95 with Sync Console prockets and dedicated. Because his ability only works on himself in this list. And then I have Sicko 
with dedicated Seventh Fleet and Agile. And I love Sicko. Very cool. Not used to him um, online. Like, his side slips. It threw me off in the first game. He went a little bit further than I expected, and I crashed my Obi-Wan into him. First time playing Sicko online. It's a little bit jarring. I know, Mark, you uh, sort of saw that game. That was rough. Yeah, it was It was tough. The, the scenario being salvage, I don't think, helped you a whole lot. I mean, you mm-hmm. did have the ability to generate crits to affect your opponent in this matchup, but a lot of your ships enjoy their reposition abilities. Yeah, I boost with the V-Wing almost every turn. And it's really rough to have a crate on Contrail. I didn't really want to do that, but how everything was set up, I kind of had to grab it with them. It's kind of a prisoner's dilemma with salvage sometimes. Either no, pl- either both players don't pick up any crates, and you just you know play a little deathmatch, or when one person starts picking up crates, it almost affects the other person more, and they feel they are you know obligated to pick up crates themselves just to not fall behind unnecessarily. Yeah, I played the resistance list. So they had Poe Falcon, and he picked it up, which I was kind of surprised about because that whole second ability of Poe Falcon, the barrel roll and boost, you're just just not doing it with that crate. I played against uh, Maui Mike. His list is interesting. He had Lulo with Heroic and Elusive in Shield Upgrade, which is odd to me because you don't do a lot of red moves with Lulo. I'd much rather a Predator, but it worked for him. It saved him. He had uh, Falcon Poe, which was big and kind of a pain. Um, he had Zay, and he had Jess Pava, which was really interesting. Uh, Zay with Crackshot and R6D8, the one with Bullseye drones. That or Bullseye reroll, sorry. And, uh, yeah, that worked. <laughs> That was annoying. Uh, Jess had M9 pattern analyzer and target lock Lulo, and that was a pain. And Poe had um, Ray, of course, and trick shot Corsello false transponder codes. He did pull off that trick shot more than I'd like him to. But he also liked two shot oddball and one shot warthog, so, you know, didn't work out too well. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you just roll four hits against uh, low agility ships, and lo and behold, you push stuff through. And it turns out if you only roll, if they're rolling more red dice than you and have a full string, you're still going to take damage no matter how well you roll. Yeah, I was kind of doubting his Poe build going in uh, since Stanny mentioned in our chat. Trickshot is not quite super cohesive with Poe's ability since you're using your stuff to go through obstacles and you're not really hanging out by him too much. But it's it seemed to work all right. You know, just kind of the way he skirted the central rock and kind of just flashed across your whole list like that to be able to yeah, pour really ball. throw some hard ones. It was, it was a rough game. It was just a massacre at his end. He just, just hit him so hard. Warthog just got one shot and he got the bracket off, but that's about it. Yeah, I don't think I saw you drop any thermal deaths with Contrail. Uh, Contrail was flanking. He usually flanks in this list just because the R3 lets him grab two locks, and then he facilitates the rest of the offense by passing off the lock. So I generally don't want him being shot. 
uh, thermal detonators are just like I have five points left over. They're better than protons. And uh, that's about it in case someone decides to chase Contrail. I thought you had a decent matchup going in. I knew Poe Falcon would have been a, is a tough one to go against unless if you don't get off your munitions on it to kind of get some big chunk damage gone. Because while Poe Falcon will die if you focus fire him, um, if you wait too long in the game to start chipping into him, you're you're not going to be able to get him down before it's over. And there's one turn where I'm just like, uh, I'll change my maneuver with Oddball. I really shouldn't have. Would have shot a proton torpedo at Poe instead or killed or like PS killed Zay depending on what I wanted to do. But, uh, yeah, I mean, learning experience. I, I really got to get used to the sicko online. It's, it's very weird. I really like the Poe build you sent me. You texted me the other day, Ray engine title, novice and notorious i can't remember what your illicit was that was probably false transponder codes yeah i think yeah or contraband one of the two yeah wow that does fit yeah i I know i've been i've been messing around i want to fly uh poe falcon just because i find it really funny that you can double reposition with like an i6 large base ship yeah who, who doesn't want to do that and, like, I understand that, like, with the red barrel roll with the Corsella thing, you can stack them and then get rid of the stress from the red barrel roll because they're both after you fully execute a maneuver. Something about that is, like, eh, I don't want big rocks with a Falcon. I don't need trick shot. Notorious is okay. But in that specific list I sent you, Matt, I believe a lot of the pilot skill was pretty low. So the Notorious yeah. is more of yeah. if they decide to shoot at Poe, my other teammates have better shots. Yeah, helps out Finn and BB-8, Zai. I can't remember what the other one was. Lulo. Yeah. It's like Lulo, BB-8, Finn, Zayversio, and... Or however it was. I don't remember. Yeah, kind of not entirely sold on Corsella, included on Poe. While we can see the use case you guys mentioned with the ability, where you do the red barrel roll and you can, you can dip it out the next turn, it almost feels you're just kind of building the Ray Falcon, and then you just flipped it over to Poe. Right, which, you know, he is a point cheaper. He doesn't hit as hard, but he is, you know, he's not jousting, so I can see some value in that. Yeah, he's not as reliant on sh- just shooting out the front. Poe definitely can benefit from the more traditional Falcon role of kind of orbiting around the outside with your turrets to the side. Yeah, for sure. So, uh, yeah, my game did not go well. <laughs> Mark, bring us back up. You had a game after me. I did. I did. I had a game about like 15 minutes after yours ended. Uh, I was flying Empire, a very unimaginative list of Vader Defender, Captain Faroff, Moff Gideon, and then two Black Squadron Aces. Uh, I was matched up against their scum list, flown by Jared. He was flying a Paylob, a Dirge, a Juke Dirge, Rookie <laughs> Cast, and then a Swarm Tactics Sirisu. So he could get uh, three of his dudes to shoot at I-5 if he wanted. Um, while I was scared of Paylob going in, it was kind of nice to see a Rook without Kanan backing him up because it makes him a lot more 
killable. Yeah. When he's not neutering all your attack dice. Just bring a ship that increases your attack die value so it equalizes. That's what I do. Yeah, because you could take out Sirisu and slot in Kanan like, mm-hmm. immediately. They're both four points. It's terrifying. Yeah, I'll, I'll go against almost any scum list that doesn't have Kanan in it. And I'll be like, all right, I feel okay with this. Guys, you know, if you just shoot Kanan like three times, he dies, right? He's got to do it in one round. Only if it's my Kanan. The the thing is, I keep playing against people with Kanan who like know what they're doing and just don't throw him down your throat. Oh, that's your problem there. I know, right? And confident like, please, people. Please just fly him over a rock a couple times and like just get him within range one of all my high initiative <laughs> ships. Yeah, the the uh, the trick about getting the swarm tactics is weird because I don't know if you really want to bring Rook up to a high initiative. It's kind of counter- no. counterintuitive with his ability because you expose yourself to the enemy taking advantage of the strain you take. But, you know, big you do you energy. Uh, my game, I was down a lot early. I was down like eight to one pretty quick because Dirge, well, Dirge had that like 12 and a half degree cheater angle where, you know, magically your ships are wider if I, I'm on a little bit of an angle. So he one shot my Moff Gideon before I could even do anything. And then luckily I had to rely on him making a, few mistakes with positioning he ended up bumping rook cast into sirisu so you know no actions and stress and then vader was able to just eat him up nom, nom, and nom. My, my mvp the only reason i won was one of my black squadron aces was carrying a crate down to one health and survived about like four or five shots while running away <laughs> sirisu shot both mag pulses dirge had a shot and it was it was pretty brutal. Eventually, he gave up on that little guy, but he ended up netting me probably four or five objective points by himself in addition to his own ship cost and taking the attention away from the rest of my guys. Um, so the the dice god saved me a few times there, only you know having a single mod or even no mods because Paylob was creeping by. Um, but <laughs> once I was able to take out Rook and then you know my Black Squaddy ran away, I pretty much just ran away the rest, or took him down the rest of the game. It ended up like twenty-two to eight to finish. So big, twenty-one straight points for me. My black squaddy ace, who also ran away with it, threw one crit on Paylob at range zero and knocked the crate off to really end his collection of objective points for the rest of the game. Pure, pure skill, I assure you. Clearly, just roll, rolling well is a skill, right? Yep. Yeah. Josh does it all the time. Yeah. So it was one to one after our game. And then we had Matt, you know, as our decider, our linchpin. Oh, God. I call, I talked about this all week. I'm like, God, I hope they don't make it where my game actually matters. And sure as shit, it did. Actually, could I talk about one thing? I, I wonder what that scum list would look like if they knocked Paylob down to Kanan and then, like, Dirge up to Cad Bane. I wonder if that would be better. Seems interesting. Yeah, I don't like Scum Dirge. His ability is kind of weird to parse, anyways. Yeah, because only got the two shields and it's like a reverse Bosk, but you're taking crits. Yeah. But I, I was just curious. Like, I don't know. Cad Bane, Nexus Harisu. 
I don't even really like Scum Cad Bane that much. I don't like any of the rogues in Scum. But like, there's not a lot of other five pointers that I would really think about taking in Scum. I mean, we, I think we've talked about this. Yeah, to it's death so hard to build in Scum. That's a rabbit hole. If you give him a two pointer, it would open up all the possibilities, but alas. Yeah, yeah bring, just give him one of those stupid mining guild ties. Yeah, bring a, a Hav back. That one's actually oh, useful. I'd take one of the crappier ones like Yushin or. Yeah, get Yushin, baby. C4. Spend that charge to get that stress token instead of that disarm token. Good luck trying to break that. Or approach. That thing will never happen. Just, <laughs> just give me a body. So, Matt, what were you flying for? Kyber? I was flying a six ship uh, first order list recoil, then um, five, tie, uh, five TIE fighters, Malaris, Gaelic, Scorch, DT. 798, I think, whatever. Jace and Static. And um, the cool such a thing, terrifying list. The cool thing about um, that list is all the TIE fighters, I mean, the, the Silencer obviously has a three-die gun, but all the TIE fighters have the ability to um, get three-die attacks. Ballers has the cluster missiles. Ion cannons on Gaelic and Static. And then Scorch, Jace's ability, bumps them up to four four dice so it's just and then they're they're behind tie they're tie fighters so they've got three green dice with a shield and they're just it should have been a a scarier list than it was for my opponent but i forgot how to fly against droids and i was just like oh i can just kill grievous and yeah i did i mean i did some serious damage to grievous the first the first round but then after that i was like oh yeah, I should probably start killing something else, and I didn't. So you're saying you didn't kill Grievous? I did not kill Grievous. But you chased Grievous. He kind of, well, Grievous kind of sort of jousted all of my TIE fighters, and I'm like, oh, no ability. I got I got some de decent damage in on him, but, you know, I mean, we've talked about how good Grievous is and just, like, the yeeting the crits, and I'm like, oh, can you please get a pilot crit? Nah, here's a direct hit, and I'm like, ah, oh, well. But yeah, know, Matt, just, every time I play you, you always get pilot crits with Grievous. I don't. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> but, but yes, you're not wrong. But yeah, I just I kind of just put like all of my I I I this was user error on my part. Like the list itself is is terrifying, and you know I'll I'll get better with it. But yeah, I just turned zero. I fucked up, and. There was one round where I'm like, okay, these should fit, but I I made the mistake of hoping he would be first player, and I'm like, oh, if he's first player, most of this will work out. And no, if I was first player, I'm sorry. If I was first player, most of this would work out. And you know, you you can't rely on yourself being first player to make moves and it didn't work out. I did four damage to myself based off of like self bumps and rocks. And I just I made I made his uh I made his win easier for him than I should have. Like, even if I had lost, I don't mind losing. It's not a big deal, but I just, it's tough losing when you just make so many bad decisions and you know, you can't win them all. And I, I messed up turn zero. And then after turn zero, I just didn't, I didn't adapt to his list well enough. I mean, it got better towards the end of the game, but by that time I was so far behind that killing a few vultures and the hyena just wasn't enough to uh put me over the edge you want to go into what uh 
your opponent was flying? Yeah, he was flying droids. Uh, Dirge, Grievous, which I like those two pieces a lot in uh, Separatist. Then um, DBS 32C, but the Siege of Course on D, uh, DBS, which I thought was interesting, but I'm assuming he just did it because he wanted the Plasma Torps. I mean, after you perform Calculate Action, you can spend one of the two charges to do a jam action. So yeah, I'm, which he, he jammed Malaris, and it's like it didn't, it didn't really matter. But, I mean, he did get to do it. And then he had the Iron Assembler with energy cell charges, and then three Separatist drones, all with uh, Discords. And oddly enough, none of them was like the Siege of Coruscant stuff, so like Contingency Protocol no. doesn't mean matter. anything. Nope. Just cheap three-point plasma torps with the ability to jam. Yep. For free, twice a game. Yep, which I did. I did kill that, and then I killed the Iron Assembler and one other droid. Not as much as I should have, but... A solid yeah. seven points there for three ships. Yeah, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> but his, his dirge build was pretty interesting. I don't think I'd seen one of those before. Where I am... I am Proton's yeah. marksmanship title, I think. No engine he upgrade. Was, he was rocking marksmanship, proton, delayed fuses. That's and right, and proton, proton bombs. bombs. Yeah, That's right. That's right. I knew I was missing something. But he never dropped the bombs, so. It's a lot of crits coming out of that turge. No. A lot of crits. The marksmanship with the ship ability of denying dice mods on your on the defender is... Can be pretty brutal. Mm-hmm. While spending green tokens, you still get things like dedicated stuff like that, right? Not so. everyone gets dedicated. No. Oh, listen, <laughs> I'm still partial to the ion, ion cannon, and uh, HLC, but that's just me. Yeah, same. I, while I do want to work engine upgrade in there somewhere, it's because their dial is so. I mean, it's pretty mid. But the action, the linked action orders, super brutal, where you don't get a reposition without taking a stress. Um, so opening up that option to be able to do a boost without taking a stress can be nice. It is tough to then dr- have to drop one of your cannons. So you're losing a, a higher die gun somewhere. They just need to add um, R4. Yeah, they just need to add three more points to Dirge's loadout. I'm here for it. Um, Maybe uh, right, right before Worlds when they drop that surprise points change. <laughs> Gosh, what, what chaos would that be like two weeks before Worlds? I would points. love it. I would love it so much. That'd be awesome. Like Man, all I did send you an interesting... And practicing. I did send you an interesting take on Dirge, which I think is... It's interesting, but it's incorrect because it has Grievous as the crew. It's Ion Cannon Grievous. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which seems I like remember. such a pain in the ass. But the problem is that you're not bringing Grievous in your list. As the yeah, ship. not bad. Your your text not bad for a non-Grievous list? Question mark. I have to remember what <laughs> everything else was. Think about that, Mark. You're going again. Separatist Grievous and or Separatist Dirge, and he has Grievous as the crew on there. So do you even bother shooting him at this point? Because he's no. just going to negate a hit or a crit. And like when someone dies, anyone dies, he gets it back. 
right? Oh, that's so, anyone? That's pretty good. Well, yeah, you are taking out your Grievous, the best ship in the whole faction. After right. a friendly ship is destroyed, recover one charge. So your friend's oh, it's friendly died. ship. Sorry, it was treacherous, the one that's any ship. Yep. Yeah, it's Dooku, two of the Siege of Coruscant, Faps, Dirge, and then the Iron Assembler. Seemed like an interesting list. I mean, I'm always, whether I, Tri-Fighters have always been in a weird spot, but I'm always willing to try out a list with a couple Tri-Fighters in them. Yeah, the mini soon tier dry fighters seem interesting. Well, three of them. I would love to go against the list with multiple dry fighters. Please. <laughs> I know. Dry fighters can be good. It's just the pilots have to be good. That's the problem. It's like flying an interceptor. Except for, like, you don't get a bailout focus with soon tier. But, like, if you're bad at flying soon tier, you're just going to get wrecked. Same thing with these dry fighters. These newer people to the game don't even know who Soontir is. He shows up occasionally. He's on every single Fly Better poll. Everyone knows who he is. Exactly. Let's see. Let's see what his rank is on Meta Wing. <laughs> 116. It feels Ace of Legend. pretty low. You no, know, I'm sure that's higher than Z95 Warthog. The number, the number one list with him happened on the 7th with 10 players, the Goblin Flight Academy Open, Soontir, Build Your Own Darth Vader in the X1, and then Rexler Brath. Number three in Swiss. That's the best That's the best Soontir list out there. Are you right sure now. that's not an early 2.0 list? No, I'm, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yeah, so Matt took us, took the L in that one, dropped us to one and two, so we lost the round. And the, uh, the submarine begins if you really think about it this is all alex's fault because he should have won the first game and my game shouldn't have mattered i should have won the first game if i played much better and my opponent was much worse <laughs> the x-wing creed right there i uh, know i'm excited for this tournament still Warthog Z95 isn't even in Medowing. That's how many people play him. <laughs> what do you mean? I play him all the time. I make tournaments, cuts with him. Where's my Y-Wing Oddball? People actually play him eventually, I think. Yeah, he's four-point proton torpedo carrier, so I'm sure someone plays him. Any of the Oddballs, except for the Arc, the newer Arc, or the old, no, the old Arc, is a four-point proton torpedo carrier. Anyways, on to our next topic. Uh, the Siege of Coruscant came out early last month, and um, I think it's making a splash. I wanted to go through just some of the, the highlights and the, the the impact that SOC had. So let's first talk about um, the Separatists, because they have significantly more of those ships in there than the Republic. And the one that I think that's making the biggest splash so far is Count Dooku in the Infiltrator. You see it with um, Paul Heaver's list. Um, I think that was like the first like big thing with it in there at a PAX. I think it's rocking that same list for Kyber right now as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know Staniszewski was playing basically the same list, except for he swapped some upgrades on Dirge. Um, but that, that Dooku, I mean, he hits, he hits hard and he's just in there. 
He has uh, Malice, the title, and Roiling Anger, which is unique to him so far. At the start of the engagement phase, if you're in an enemy ship's front arc, you can gain one strain and recover one force, which allows him to use his ability, because his ability is his crew ability on the ship. Yep. And and this Dooku, somehow between the Sith Infiltrator pack coming out and the Siege of Coruscant, he's become a better pilot. Yeah, so he's, he's a initi- five now. He's initiative five now, yep. Which is makes more sense, because of his ability in the... The original ability was an I five. That'd be really silly. Oh yeah. So six points, pretty great. Gives yeah. uh, some That's cheaper, the thing, six cheaper hitters over to CIS. And he hits so hard. I know. Um, I know Zanzuski's been playing it. I played it a little bit with him. It wasn't too much of a of a game with that one though. That was an embarrassing game. He lost Dirge's charge on the first round of engagement because he put a dirge on a rock and then couldn't roll and evade so i did like two damage to him from like range to obstruct it with like an oddball shot and so that was, that was bad i don't think that was a, a game where you can judge how good count dooku is in there but i know he he hits and he's six points and he's decently survivable enough I believe his role is mainly to either whittle down the enemy list to where you get to a favorable end game with your Grievous or, you know, just take away enough attention so that Grievous can position himself better to really flank the enemy list and start really pushing through some damage. And if you get real lucky with his ability and malice, if you do like call a crit, hit someone, and then get a pilot crit, you can use his ability again, right? For like another ship that's attacking, as long as he has that full force, which is pretty cool. Yeah, that is pretty cool. Ah, <laughs> uh, the pipe dreams. <laughs> or I mean, I guess he could use it for himself too on defense, but like, just this is funny, and like he. Uh, yeah, Sanzuski got a, a pilot crit on me and he recovered his force back with that kind of thing. So it, it can happen. Also, Roiling Anger is funny against like turreted base ships that don't have their arc facing forward because you're not going to get shot and you just get a free force for a strain. Yeah, all that I mean, out there. It's just a one agility anyway, so you're probably going to end up taking the damage. Yeah. Um, next, uh, these Tri Fighters. They're pretty cool. Uh, you don't really see a lot of um, DIS-347, the one that gets a lock on another ship that's already locked. Object. You could block rocks and you could hand uh, out you can rock locks. lock the objective scenario if you wanted to, as long as someone else has locked that, yes. <laughs> Those count as objects? I'll take it. I think so, yeah. But that's four points, which is okay. But the other four point... Tri Fighter. Those are awesome. The, the, the FAPs. Yeah. The, the FAPs. They're I 5. At the start of the engagement phase, if there's an enemy ship in your bullseye, you gain a calculate. They're tiny little soon tears. And I think that's super cool. Yeah, yeah I agree. No range. That's pretty cool, too. No range restriction. You know, if you're, you're going to get that ability off pretty regularly. Um, one, one thing that's kind of hindering these. Uh, Coruscant. Tri-Fighters 
is they didn't get the uh, the Yavin treatment of getting an extra hull or a shield or yeah. anything. So they're while they are a bit cheaper than some of the regular tri fighters, they're still just as squishy and just still pretty a good, decent part of your list. Man, the extra hull on those Yavin tie fighters just it makes all the difference. Makes all the difference. Such a pain. Like there is, there is, there is one time when we we're at Rust Cup. It's like, oh, Mauler, here's three damage on Mauler, and I'm like, oh, I'm I'm not dead. I can I can play one more round. Oh, really? But it is worth noting that the Fabs do have afterburners and that evasion sequence thing, where if they do a red um, evade action, if they're that range one of a scenario action or a, an obstacle, they can do it. They treat it as white. So you can do something weird like barrel roll next to an objective, link that into a white evade, and then bullseye someone for a calculate. Yep. Is that what a scenario feature is? I guess I never really thought about it. Yeah. Yeah, it's not that hard if you want to do it to barrel roll yourself within the range one of a, a rock. Yeah, especially if it's scenario. something like assault, right, where you have to be by it to score points. Yep. Oh, okay, cool. So scenario feature actually does not appear in the rules reference. That will show them. <laughs> <laughs> Could that, are we sure that's not just part of the the Coruscant uh, narrative pack? You thing? bring up a great point, Mark, and I can't tell you one yeah, way or that, another. That would require me to have read through the Siege of Coruscant stuff. I don't know, Mark. Okay. I'm going to go with, answering that. We're going to continue on to the next okay. droid tri fighter. I'm going to go with it's not the objectives, but <laughs> obstacles. Then fine, it's fine. Whatever. <laughs> uh, this one is actually seeing play, but also because it's in Paul Evers' list. Uh, Dis T81, the five point tri fighter with rerolls out the ass. So when you defend or perform an attack, you can reroll any number of dice. No restriction. Um, then if you're defending, you get a strain for each one you reroll. And if you're attacking, you gain a deplete for each one you reroll. But like, you can do that multiple times, like around. It doesn't say if you're strained or depleted, yeah. you can't reroll. You could just continuously reroll things. Yeah, it's pretty, it seems, yeah. I mean, I think it's super cool having the, you know, you can, you can reroll as many as you want, but here's this downside. <laughs> And he's just he's just an incredible flanker. He's got outmaneuver and afterburners too. Mm-hmm. So it's like if he's behind you, he's hitting with pretty accurate shots and you're losing one agility. So even if he is like depleted from a round before for some reason, that outmaneuver helps. And they have like solid blues on their dials, as long as they're going straight or hard turning, so you could, if you take two depletes one round, you can pretty easily get rid of both of them after the next round through a blue move and then, you know, a depleted attack. Yeah, I mean, ready to go again. It's pretty solid. Just those strains can get a little out of hand. Just roll it like and you don't have to reroll anything. I like it. Yep. I think it's pretty cool. So Paul Heaver's three holes still tough though, but yeah, yeah. Paul's Heaver's list is designed very well, which probably shouldn't be too much of a surprise. No, it's but a really like, good scum list too. 
Yeah. <laughs> the, the DIS T81 Silver Edition mm-hmm. um, has it, it's it's a great flanker because like you have to pay attention to Count Dooku, right? So like Dooku's like up the middle. You got Grievous on one flank, T81 on the other flank. And you also have Dirge somewhere yeah. in there. Yeah, Dirge can just be if you if you just ignore Dirge, he can just be like a pesky little bastard who's just yeah. here's some ion cannon shots. And you know, for us, I like I like the HLC. You get a bullseye HLC shot. Yeah, the setup from Paul. I watched this game yesterday after you your game, Matt. Um, I think he. I heard him talk about his setup after packs, where he kind of puts Grievous in one corner and then T eighty one in the other corner, and makes the opponent choose which one they want to kind of go after and he'll hang him back in the corner doing like a one turn and then another one turn to keep him in the corners of his own deployment zone. And if the opponent bites on one of them, you know, you swing your rest of the list around the other side. And then in the middle, he's got the meat of Dooku and dirge flying right at you. So if really whoever you bite on, you're gonna, you're gonna get some flank pressure. And unless you want to try and, you know, just spread out along the whole board edge and one v one, one of those ships, which they're yeah. kind of hard to catch. So good luck with that. Yeah, like all all of those ships, like I, you don't grievous grievous. You need to have coordinated fire to do any damage to him with 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 the two with the two greens, and even if you, he's got the soulless one re rolls, and like tri fighters are still three agility ships. Yeah, with re rolls. Yep, with three rolls. Yep. Yeah, so it's like it's just a mean, like it's a lot of that's high offense, mm-hmm. and high offense still really it's very important in this game. You can make as much defensive list as you want, but if they have more red dice and do a green dice, you're still going to take damage. Yeah, this isn't first edition where you do like four damage to something and then oh nobody took damage and then you regen it. <laughs> I wouldn't recommend anyone just picking up and playing a tri-fighter, though. It does take some reps, so you're not throwing him into the fray in a bad spot and him just exploding immediately and giving up a quarter of your list right there. But I joust really well, Mark. You're telling me I can't just put, like, the three I-5s on the table and with Grievous and expect to just trounce people? Well, first part, yes. Definitely you can put it on the table. Oh, I disagree. But, uh, you cannot do that on the table. You are limited to two of those things. You cannot bring three. Well, there's there's Volan Das. You got Volan Das true. as well. Never mind. You can do Volan Das, the two Faps, and Grievous, and then, I don't know, something else. But why? I don't know, because I, I own three Tri-Fighters. That's why. I bought three of these things thinking that, oh, they'll be good, and then they, they weren't good. And now I'm stuck with three of these things, and I need to justify my purchase from almost three years ago now with this list. The Tri-Fighter was the only ship I didn't have for a really, really long time. I finally got around to picking one of them off. You can do a bombardment drone with Proxy Mine, too. Boom, three three I-5 Tri-Fighters Grievous and a bombardment drone. There you go. Watch out. (laughs) Okay, Matt, go ahead. Play that. (laughs) Pretty good, uh... Pretty good segue into the Siege of Coruscant Hyena. The Hyenas. Drone. That was, hyena that was the intent for sure. Yeah. You got the backtide prototypes. 
Yeah. Which no one will ever use. The homing missile Bactoid prototypes that shoot at Initiative 1. Yep. I mean, uh, as long as someone else has a lock on them, you get to ignore the requirement to shoot the homing torpedo. Now, this is true. I forgot about that. So that's a thing. I'd make you roll those dice all day. I would, too. Yeah, right. <laughs> four dice with a calculate. Oh, incoming to me. That's going to be four crits, so that'll be bad. Um, they, they do have uh, networks, so you might have access to two calculates. Yeah, sure. Because you can only take two of these Bactoids. And then we've got uh, yeah. well, one, we, one we talked about briefly, uh, DBS-32C. You are kind of seeing this around. It's a thing. There's some choices to be made for when you have three points left over in your separatist list, which way you want to go. Yep. I wouldn't put this in with a list without a contingency protocol droid in there, despite what, you know, Matt lost to. Yes. Um, But the other three point hyena, Mm -hmm. I would bring him DBS 404. It'll 404 advanced proton torpedo still. Yep, and his, his ability is a little different because it's only at attack range one. You don't get the, you don't get the extra dice at range zero. Well, for those of us not up on the recent rule changes, regular 404 also does not oh, get the attack that, dice at range that's zero. That's right. No, yeah, I, see that, that. I see that on Yasby. Arata sent rules reference 1.4. Change the range restriction on this ability. Okay, cool. Still sad. Yep. Yeah, they cleaned up a lot of the range zero stuff when 2.5 rolled out. Those bastards <laughs> i'll never forget my buddy rolling up with advanced proton torpedo tbs 404 and then shooting it at my son fuck and then nattying six crits Eesh. well oh, great that's awful. must be nice to like use all your karma for your entire life in one little go <laughs> there's your good luck for your life here's your six crits into the nantex Sunfock didn't deserve to be treated that way. Uh, I hate, hate Sunfock. I love Sunfock. He, he deserves. He killed tractor tokens for you're, me, which means my, my Ketsu died. So I I hate him forever. Mark, you are not the only person on this podcast to have also played tractor beef shenanigans with Ketsu. It's all of us. You we're we're all mad together at Matt. Blame but. the X-wing community because they freaked out about Sunfock when he was wholesome the entire time. We are the only podcast that supports Nantex here, Mark. The more, uh, the, well, more the better. We're going to have to agree to disagree, I suppose. Uh, I want to play the Nantex so much. I wish no. I could like, put them in a list somewhere that would oh, be good. good. You know what? If you end up being able to go to Worlds, Alex, we should definitely fly. Bring back Sunfuck, Turtek, and Grievous. Oh, they're standard. You could totally fly them. I, I know, but like building around them is not particularly good. <laughs> What oh, Sunfac and then seven drones? It's like a it's like the old school list, but you get a whole extra drone in there. That I have no interest in drones. I want I Nantex. <laughs> okay, you can do Sun Sunfac, Turtek, Grievous, and Dirge now. It's true. I'll consider that. I would love to tractor beam someone into an HLC shot. Mm-hmm. And then that's it. Once you do that, you're like, I did what I came here to do. See you. And then I lose the game immediately. <laughs> but uh, speaking of drones, I guess, I don't know, there's the Vulture drones that came in there. 
they exist. Well, I mean, DFS081 is actually pretty solid. You got Discord Missile on them, which was what you're bringing pretty much anyways. Mm-hmm. And then two charges. While defending, you may spend one charge and one Calculate Token to cancel a crit result, which is much better than his other ability to reduce it to a hit. Yeah, people mess up his other ability all the time with the timing since defender or the def- attacker modifies defense dice first other way around when defending the defender modifies the attack dice first so mm-hmm. before your opponent would spend their tokens or whatever to modify their dice or reroll stuff or marksmanship or whatever then dfs would spend it so it would happen before the opponent does anything so it's really only happens against natty crits that are rolled. Like the Y-Wings in the Republic. Mm-hmm. Same thing. But, you know, that's just free. As long as you're not critically damaged. This one you had to spend a token for. Yeah, I didn't notice the SOC one required the charge and the calculate token spend. But you're canceling a crit instead of just reducing it to a hit. Oh, yeah, so, that's very, very solid. Yeah, so that's actually, like, super legit. I mean, and it gets you your Discord too. Yeah, and if you're next to someone, you have network calculations, hopefully. So it's got to be SOC people. I think we're usually bringing independent with everyone else. Yeah, well, listen, there's only so much I can do, but I, I think that's a solid piece. I don't think people are flying it now because there's other because like you could bring two vultures or you can bring like dirge. Or a FAP or whatever, but like the four points seems like solid right now. Yeah, the it's it's tough to not start out if you're doing two point drones to start out with Iron Assembler immediately yeah. and just plug him in there because he's yeah. still two points and he's actually got decent loadout with five loadout. You can really kit him out however you want. Yeah, yeah typically what I've seen like Discord's independent calculations, munitions fail safe. Not Discord's um energy shells. Mm-hmm. Energy shells, munitions fail safe, independent galks. I do seems like good. that build. The Muni fail safe. Uh, it's pretty neat with energy shells because sometimes yep. you just get those really bad rolls and you have to yeah. waste a whole other turn reloading. Yeah, too bad he's in hot shots and not SOC. Yeah. Um, I guess one thing of note with some of these, the between the bombers and the tr- droid fighters for the Siege of Coruscant ones, they don't have the traditional configuration. They have strut lock override. Yep. Which is two charges, and then at the start of your activation, that particular ship's activation, you can spend a charge. If you do, you ignore obstacles while you move through them this round. Yeah, Yeah. they can't land on them and shoot off of them. Well, I think you could. It says this round. Would that that be the whole game turn? You ignore obstacles while you move. Not while you're on them shooting. Not while you're just chilling on them at range zero. Yep. Yeah, it's kind of like the Poe the po Falcon ability where you, mm-hmm. you still you can ignore the rock, but if you still land on it, you can't shoot. Or dash. Yep. Never forget dash. I love dash. Well, he's coming back soon. <laughs> Probably with a completely different ability. I'm sure. Uh, the, the, the harsh shell prototypes, no one will ever play. And they're still bad. And they have ion missiles in this one. But I think you can just make a better version with the build your own one. So hot garbage and then DFS three eleven. 
uh, still the same ability. You get discords. Still three points. Seems worse than the one that you can normally bring. No, which one is this? That DFS three eleven. Transfer calculates to another friendly ship. Yeah. You don't have independent three. calculations. Yeah, and you have discords. And you I don't mean, have like landing struts or whatever grappling no, struts. No one's flying three eleven anyways because he's like he's three points. Yeah, you just take a bomber, yeah. one of the bombers at that point. Yeah. And so I, mean, I think there is a discussion to be had about which, what do you do with your three points as a bomber? Um, four or four, maybe. I've, I had four or four in my lists for a while because, you know, you get initiative four and you have the APT. Mm-hmm. I do like the bombardment drones with proxy vines. People just tend to fly. You park them on a rock and people just fly right at them. He's a five health, essentially a three agility ship when he's properly on a rock. Yeah, people are really bad against bombs. We say that pretty much every episode, but people <laughs> yeah. are really bad against bombs. Well, and they forget that he can just drop it right out the front, too. Yeah, just like, get it up. Here you go. Boop. Oh, I'm glad we're jousting each other. Here's a bomb. It's a lot of coverage because you can then, you know, rotate and then you have a whole other two yeah. sectors of front or back proxy mine dropping. Yeah, I think Siege of Coruscant really helped out the separatists by completely destroying their faction identity and making people fly not droids. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they've been moving away from that since 2.5 started. Well, since the fire spray. Yeah. But it's nice seeing, like, tri-fighters. Those are cool. Dooku. Yeah, I, like, I like the Sith Infiltrator a lot, but it's just been... Ever since double infiltrators was not a thing, they've just struggled to make their mark in that faction, especially after the fire spray came out. Because, like, why would I take an infiltrator when I can take a fire spray? Yeah, why would I take, you know, eight point Maul when I could have eight point Django? I think we're all better for two infiltrators not being an effective list. Like, the, if, if you can have a world where two one agility ships have enough shenanigans to, demolish other full lists then i think we're okay hey it was so awesome though yeah it was so thematic you remember that time when darth maul and count dooku were both in their their ship but they were different they teamed up (laughs) each other and shot proton torpedoes at everyone and then grievous was just there just going like (laughs) palpatine was just lounging around Mm -hmm. yeah good times Oh gosh, Palpatine crew on those things because it's like, oh, even if you shoot them, it's like here's a stress token, have fun. Palpatine crew in general is a reason why it's four points or fourteen points. Yeah. Has anyone ever flipped him to go to the other side? I have God. before. <laughs> I have seen people. I saw it on Hexile a while ago. Someone was trying to get Prockets off with a Tri Fighter. <laughs> And you and I'm just I'm sitting here watching this thing and I'm like, how in the hell is he getting this droid a focus token? And Sidious, when you flip when you flip him, like Sidious like gives you a focus token. And I'm like, like, there's a whole lot of things happening to make this one thing work. But I mean, we've said it before, like live your best life and like what do whatever you want, man. That's why we play X Wing to do that to do the one thing you came here to do. Uh, I have flipped him over before, but that was also when I was flying Republic, where it made sense to give out extra coordinated actions with focus tokens. 
Yep. After you perform a purple calculate action, the ship you coordinated gains one stress token, then it gains one focus token and recovers one force. Really, really easy to do if you have a dial like the Aether Sprite. Mm-hmm. And then you could just reposition target lock. Good times. Very early when that faction came out, when we just had like Aether Sprites and Arcs. Yep. The good old days. So the Siege of Coruscant for the Republic. Speaking of Arcs, they're back. People can play them now. They're good. <laughs> solely because they're four points. Oh, yeah. <laughs> five point arcs just feels bad. Five point arcs without a crew slot feels really bad. That's the problem. Double gunner. Cool. I want to take my veteran tail gunner and my seven fleet gunner and then not shoot twice. Well, like, where are these people? I, I see these arcs. I'm looking at them right. I'm looking at them like, where are these double gunners sitting? Everywhere. I don't know. But SOC. Let's start with the worst one, Wolf. That's blasphemy. You can't That's a say controversial that. statement. You can't I love say Wolf. that. I love Wolf too, but he's also. I mean, the only good thing about him is that he's four points. He's veteran tail gunner, the best upgrade in the game. All of them have veteran tail gunner. That's kind of the point. You remember when Wolf was the best arc? Unironically, when yes. it first came out, it now still kind of is. Now we got Alex out here saying stuff like he's the worst one. Out of the Siege of Coruscant pack, that's my least favorite arc. Controversy generates views, so I see what he's going for. <laughs> it, the wolf pack is useless. I can imagine the title The title for this episode should be, Does Alex Have Really Shitty Takes? Listen to this to find out. <laughs> Tell me what this Q7 Astromech is doing for me, oh, other than allowing me to be tractored onto rocks. Uh, well, it's you know, when you boost with, uh, oh, when you get coordinated from Hondo, Fire Spray, yep. and so that you boost with the arc and then uh, onto was, a rock. Still oh, take, yeah. you know, take just, all the damage. It was just like that, uh, that scene in the movies where we see Wolf in the Arc 170 flying through the asteroids chasing Django Fett in his fire spray and he just he needed to do like a really sick barrel roll but he's like I can only barrel roll onto this asteroid you remember that part right that was in the Clone Wars right <laughs> oh yeah yeah the Clone Wars yeah 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 <laughs> there's definitely an episode that definitely happened and I, I didn't just pull it out of my ass okay no Wolf is good he's four points which is why he's good he gets a reroll out the front with this charge, he gets an extra die out of the back. Super cool. If you manage to do it on the same turn, pretty baller. Wolfpack's nice with other SOC stuff. Or Plo, but he'd have to fly Plo, and he's not good anymore. So, like, I mean, there's, we'll get down there, but some of the torrents, you can get generate some, some target locks. Um... Jag though, Jag's the oh, best yeah. one out of those. I agree. I've seen you do. I've seen you do nasty things to Jag, and you've done it to me. And I've been like, I don't want to play X Wing against Alex anymore. <laughs> Jag is nasty. Um, he's four points. His ability is much better now. Now it's when a friendly ship is zero to two, and your side arcs performs an attack. If you're not strained, you can acquire a lock on the defender. Super good. Just free locks. Also, coincidentally, a synchronized council. Very useful for other things. Synchronized council, your favorite upgrade. You know, it works really well when you have other synchronized council people and you just 
send it right back up the chain because he's just going to get a lock again anyways. I like Jag. He's super good. It'd be hard-pressed not to put him in every single Republic list, honestly. Yeah, all his upgrades are pretty useful. R4P is very solid on an, an arc because you do have some red moves you'd like to do, whether it be flip around or even go super fast or you know, no, do a... it's a basic a maneuver. Thing. You cannot do a white 4K. What but if you I really a, want to? I'll let you work. But you can do a white 3 heart or a white 4 straight, which no one ever sees coming. I just, what I do is I just yell at my op- opponent and be like, this is how the interaction works. I've been, I've been flying this ship for years and this upgrade for years, and I've always ran it this way. That's what I do. The real thing you do is you 4K, and then next turn you do the blue 2 hard with our 4P. Uh, yeah. I am the soon tier now. Yeah, I do what I want. I mean, Jag's super good, both solid for four points. Also very hard to argue you don't put both of them in the list. In every list. Yeah, I think you have to for four points. And especially with that with that faction. You could use some big old hitters. Yeah. Because most of that faction by and large is just two die guns. Ping ping. Pew pew pew. Uh, up next, oddball though. Five points. But hear me out. He's super, super good. <laughs> One, he has an extra shield, which is awesome because now you have a 10 health arc and they're already a, kind of a slog to get through. Tricky. I didn't notice that. Yeah. You have selfless, which can happen. You have veteran tail gunner and you have R4P astromech, which is just like Jag. Super good. But his, his ability is so much better now. After you fully execute a red maneuver... Or perform a red action. So it's like 4K, 4 straight, 3 yards. Or do your barrel roll. You can choose a friendly ship at range 0 to 3 and an enemy ship at 0 to 1. That chosen friendly ship gains a lock on the enemy ship. Which can be yourself. You can do a red barrel roll to arc dodge and then just acquire a lock on them. Which is kind of what you'd do with oddball anyways before that. But now you can do it like... With a 4K, get a lock, or if you already had a lock and you barrel roll, someone else can acquire a lock, or if you, you can set up munitions like that, which is super useful. You're not constrained for that bullseye part of his right. ability on other chassis, too. And you can give it out to someone else. Yes. It's the, yeah. the setting up the munitions is huge because you don't have a lot of ways to do that in the Republic. You have a lot of ways to trigger his ability, and with that barrel roll, your footprint of the, the area you can affect with your ability is really big. And I, I like it a lot. And also, it's like it doesn't have to be in your arc or whatever. It just has to be a ship at zero to one. Like even if you're not shooting at him, you can still pass the lock to someone who is. Mm-hmm. And I like that a lot. He's pretty good. Um, it's. It's still tough when you're building to want to take him over just the three-point arcs and calling it good. Yeah. Also, they all have born for this. So after another friendly ship is there to defend, if you are not strained, you can spend your focus or evade tokens as if the ship had them and then to gain a strain, which is nice. You want to mix it up with dedicated carriers in your list. That way you can re-roll a blank and then also still pass like focus and evades. 
but also if you have like obi-wan you can spontaneously generate a focus out of nowhere yeah so uh the next ship that they have in siege of coruscant is these Edas, the actus yeah those exist yep technically they are included <laughs> i mean it wouldn't be the siege of coruscant without them but yeah yeah i mean obi he's four points his ability is different so now instead of getting a focus token which was super good you can now boost which is okay I guess. Yeah, I mean, these, these abilities are way more, let's say, balanced. But they just they just aren't as good. Because, yeah, like, regular Obi-Wan just is so much better in the Ada. Right. The design with some of these ships in Siege of Coruscant is, seems to have a little bit different like, end result, but maybe initial philosophy, than some of the ships we saw in Yavin. Where a lot of these upgrades and pilot abilities and just overall configurations seem more tuned for the the narrative event in the pack as a and doesn't really translate as well to just the X Wing, the you know, the dogfighting game. Yes. So that's why we have these ancillary ion weapons on all these Adas. Cause I think you have to do ion damage to the scenario feature to win the thing. Yeah, something like that. Which I mean, I was I was gonna say like the only the only way I would take any of these Adas is if I was playing the narrative Siege of Coruscant. Basically, I mean R four P seventeen on Obi One is actually really good. I'm gonna be dealt a, a damage card if you're not defending. You can spend a charge and gain a strain to discard instead. You got two charges, so like if you're taking a bomb, you could just dump the damage. Mm-hmm. If you hit a rock, you can. Dump one of the damages. Now, rules question. Since it says delta damage card, would that also apply if you were dealt a face-up damage card? I would assume so. Yeah, super good. Yeah, that's the only thing that's good. It's got patience. He's got the ancillary ion weapons where if you're doing your front arc attack and not the bullseye one, before rolling dice, you can spend two of your recurring charges. And if you do, your crits deal ion tokens instead of damage. It's kind of like the Esk title for the, the config, config for the V-Wings. Right. Yeah, it's especially good when you have no way to generate crits natively. Yep. yep. Um, well, Anakin has Malice. Well, yeah, and Shakti has Barksmanship, but like Obi-Wan doesn't have any of those. Yeah. And it's kind of cool, I guess, because... You don't do like one damage and then an ion token. You just deal the ion tokens. So you can ionize things easier, I guess. And crits are the last thing to be canceled. But that's still terrible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what you said. Um, Shakti's okay-ish. She's four points. Um, marksmanship, Brilliant Evasion, R4P. And the ancillary ion things with a different ability, though. At the start of the end phase, you may perform a purple coordinate action even while stressed. After you perform a coordinate action, if the chosen ship has a born for the ship ability, you can coordinate additional ship. 
sucks that at the middle and the end of the end phase, you lose all your tokens. So you're coordinating like boost barrel rolls or locks, which makes it not as good, I think, in my yes. opinion, as her normal Being version. To hold the tokens, yeah. Yeah. And yeah, timing's pretty weird on that one. Yeah. When it limits its viability a bit. Mm-hmm. And then Anakin. He has malice and R two D two. That that's basically on the ancillary ion cannons, and he's five points. Mm-hmm. And every other Anakin is better. That, yeah, every and even, including yeah. the Y wing one, including the Y wing one. Yes. Yeah, there's you can always just play a game of how can we make these ships better and viable. Um, but they just like the tri fighters from the CIS faction. They also suffer from not getting another hull upgrade like the TIE Fighters got in Yavin. Yeah, you are unnecessarily down on these TIE Fighters. I'm just saying I'm not scared of them if I ever see them across from me. It seems... I mean, unless it's Paul Heaver chilling on the other side of the table, I'm generally like, oh, sweet. Here's 20 to 25% of your list. I'm just going to eat in one shot. I never like these Edas. They're okay. I just never super got into them. Yeah, I mean, I would just, it's it's just rough. I mean, sure, having a white evade backed up behind two to three force is nice, but man, the dice, just one one crit sneaks through on these things, and they just, without, I mean, they can double reposition, but you have to do the first one in the system phase, and then if you reposition again, you're not getting access to a white evade, which these things really, really need the white evade to, not die they're just a weird ship but i can white evade and then still die because i blank out on everything else yeah and then the the offensive capability on these ships is just non-existent i mean before i mean yeah it was gross having auto blaster initiative six anakin who can i'm gonna 4k and then oh my stress is magically gone because i'm anakin and you're in my bullseye. Here's a bunch of crits. Have fun. Like, that was gross. But they're pretty fair now. When they had yeah. cannon slots, they saw a lot more usage, whether it be auto blasters. Um, even Stanizuski used to run, I think it was Shock T with Tractor Beam in his list to mm-hmm. really facilitate damage um, with the rest of his lower initiative shifts. Which, I mean, they still have cannon slots. They just took Auto Blaster away from them, which is fine. Also, really early on, like, they were thinking about putting... I've seen, like, Duncan and Stanzuski and South. They do, like, a heightened perception ion cannon EDA to try to, like, knock off any potential Alpha Strike target locks once the new ion rules came out. Mm-hmm. And then they... Quietly got rid of that for something significantly better. I don't think we'll see these SOC Ada's C play. I think Obi's might be the only one that might make it out there, but generally you have better options. Yeah. And like I said before, the only time I'm running these things is if I'm flying the narrative event. And I said that's before the podcast, but I'd much rather fly Obi Wan crew than Obi Wan in the Ada. Probably no meta wing entries for that one either. Almost certainly not. 
I don't know. I don't know if I'd rather take Obi-Wan or like Kit Fisto. I was going to joke about that, but. Go with Kit Fisto. Then you can say you got fisted when he actually does something. It's true. And I never pronounce Kit right. It's always Kid. It's always Kid Fisto. Kid Fisto. Yep. Continuing on. They got a couple of uh, torrents. Did we talk about the viewings already? Nope. We'll save those for last. So okay. Your favorite ship. Okay. The torrents. They're they're good. They did get the Battle of Yavin treatment. I don't believe you. They have six an extra hole. hole. They do oh, have six hole. Yeah. So chunky. Back somehow is now a five. They some thick boys with good ability. He's three points. Already solid. He's got diamond boron missiles and the munitions fail safe, so that's great. Um, after you perform a barrel roll action, you may perform a red lock action. And if you do before you perform the lock action, you gain a strain to treat it as white. Beautiful. And that does work with like the barrel roll link white target lock strain, take the red evade kind of shenanigans that you can do. Sucks because you can't really pass it off because you're strained with Born for this. But whatever. But still, being able to do three actions with the torrent seems pretty yeah. fun. I mean, this is solely the fact that he's three points is why he's good. Three yeah. points, six health, I five. I'm going to shoot a diamond boron missile. And also, I have evades, and Born for this is super good with evades. Yeah, three points passing out an evade to your other ships is really good. Because these are the only ships that can pass out the evades that mm -hmm. have the Born for this ability. Which is super good. Um, Kickback, I haven't seen much of. I mean, I've seen a little bit. At Rust Cup, I think they had a couple kickbacks. At least Sean did. But it, it means a solid point. I'm sure we're going to see more of them. Unlike Axe which might be a little too excessive. Axe is, uh, after you perform an attack, you may choose a friendly ship with the Born for This ability at range 0 to 2 in your side arcs, and then that ship gets a Lachlan Defender. Which Can't is nice. Yourself, unfortunately. Right. Um, but the problem is, is that this Axe that gives target locks in its side arc is 4 points, and then there's Jag at four points <laughs> for much more health at a rear arc and more guns <laughs> that just also just gets locks and then can pass them off as in council or something. And this has dead eye and barrage rockets, so it's it's cool. That is three dice, I guess. But four points. That's the problem. Yeah. Yeah. Just go there to do the thing. Shoot a barrage rocket, then nope. That eye shot does not work with barrage rockets. Actually, that eye shot is primary only. Right, that's how good it is. <laughs> I kind of wish that they had done more siege of course on pilots for the torrent, but then I'm also thinking, oh, but if they were actually good, I would. I only own two torrents. Right. I would have to go out and rebuy more torrents. Which that I seems like a, a reason to put more torrents into this. Yeah. <laughs> Sell more product. I mean, yeah. Does anybody have more than two torrents? I mean, those those people who flew sinker swarms back in the day? Yeah, I, I actually only own two torrents. Same. 
So I don't think there's anyone that only owns one torrent. Unless they gave it away or destroyed it. Yep. I like kickback. I think that's solid. I was working on a list with only initiative fives and kickback was in there. It seemed cool. It was like Contrail, Kickback, Oddball, Obi-Wan, and then Plo Koon because I ran out of 5.95 people. Sounds like you're tuning up for the narrative event. Sure. Um, up next is the V-Wings. Matt, Contrail. Contrail. Contrail's solid. I mean, he always has been. I wouldn't take I mean, him over the true. other Contrail, but he's solid. Yeah. Some ion limit override, precise astromech, besh, and some ion bombs. I mean, three points, but yeah, I mean, I'm with you. I would take build your own contrail. It's solely because of dedicated. Yep. The precise astromech is great, though. Good thing it's not an actual card. <laughs> After you perform an action, you may spend one charge to perform a red target lock action. Right. So focus Terrifying. target lock seems nice. Yeah. Terrifying. Or you can same, always do the same ability, I believe, right? Yep, yep, yep. Same ability. You can ultimate disrespect your opponent by boosting and then using precise astromech to do a red lock action. That'll show him. But no, he's okay. He's got born for this. Solid. I'd still take the other contrail only because of dedicated. Yep. Yep. And then click, who's good. Yep. Also, can- extra shield. Yes, Glissclick does have an extra shield. Same ability. And he's esque with R3 and precision ion engines. So he can take that 2K and turn it into like a two sloop, which is cool, I guess. Yeah, not the worst thing in the world. But the important part is that he's three points. He has R3 astromech and an ability that uses it really well. Yep. He's got esque, unfortunately. Yeah. Which kind of makes you just want to take, build your own click. Just right there. Well, that build your own click does not have an extra shield. Yeah, that, that's for this. Yeah, that's the, the extra problem. shield's really nice. That one's actually a toss up. I'm not sure. I've never really flown click. I've never big. I don't know why. It's not my thing. It's so good. I hate click. Yeah, click can just be like, oh man, I got the sweet, sweet range one shot on insert your Republic Ace. Anakin and the Ada, because I've flown Anakin and the Ada with Click before. <laughs> and oh uh, no, nope, no range bonus for you today, sir. Yeah, if you hate Kanan, you should also hate Click. But I don't hate either. I guess that's consistent. <laughs> I disagree. I like Kanan, but I hate Click. But not because of Click's ability. I just don't like him. <laughs> I don't know what that says. Fair enough. So yeah, that's like the SOC and the impact of that. We've seen a lot of Jag Wolf lists. They're they're there. If you look at that, like that massive list of what we have in Kyber. There's a lot. There's a lot in there. And that's that's fine. I like it when the standardized cards like this are relatively viable. Yeah. I'm sure if the EDAs were Better ships. <laughs> the standard loadout cards might be better. Yeah. They're just, yeah, the eight is just kind of a weird, in a weird place. It always has been in a weird place. But uh, 
the I think I think for sure that these standardized loadout cars, Siege of Coruscant, has made a bigger splash in their respective factions than the Battle of Yavin has, unless you're the Empire whose names are Darth Vader, Backstabber, and Mauler. <laughs> Those are really good cards. Yeah, I really liked the implementation of these kind of narrative packs and how they've translated well into the other the actual X-Wing multiplayer game as well. Mm-hmm. Now we just need a uh, first order versus resistance one. Now we need a scum versus scum one. Load yeah. Me up. Oh yeah. Scum on scum action. Oh yeah. Give me double the viable cards in there. Yeah. Give me an eight point Boba Fett with no ability. <laughs> now I I like the random specific things you can put on like standardized cars. Like you're not going to get the precise astromech. I hope as an upgrade in this game. Yeah. But for something like Contrail. Yeah, why not? Yeah, or like the R four, the Siege of Coruscant R four for Obi Wan. Like that's a really good R four. Yeah. yeah, I like I like it when they do things like that. That's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. I just like the layout of the standardized cards. They're very pleasing to the eye. Yeah, it just makes. I mean, yeah, because like one of the one of my biggest problems with two point five is, man, that that table space just gets filled up real quick even if you're bringing just like four ships it's like but i've got like 20 upgrades on each ship just fly generics and then you won't have any upgrades amg hates generics though that's fine so do i but anyways um thanks for listening everyone yes thank you yeah sorry cody's not on here but we got a much better co-host mark <laughs> who actually facilitated a lot of discussion and had poignant legitimate responses definitely appreciate you guys having me on always a pleasure yeah Ho- hopefully you guys get some more practice in for this next uh kyber week we can't go oh two yeah let's uh i gotta i gotta play some more sicko on this online thing it went so much further than i thought it would i'm not gonna practice so i just hope you guys practice well i have the day off tomorrow so i would if scott is streaming I'm going to try and get on. Ooh, I think it's been we'll a minute see. since I've seen you jump on there. You know, every day, every time I have a day off and I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm going to try and get on Hexiled. I'm just like, it comes around and I'm like, oh, I'd rather not do that. <laughs> do um, real world things that I need to get on. Play The Witcher. Thanks for listening, everyone. If you have any questions or comments, you can email us at thebestfinbenchwarmers at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitch. <laughs> funny uh and twitter and my bench warmers don't forget to rate any podcasting services you have